Okay, folks, welcome to Small Talks Big Ideas with Steve. This is Steve Fletcher, your host of the show. I am so excited and fortunate to be here with you today. I am sitting down with someone who I really admire, who I know our local business ecosystem admires. She is an incredible leader of uh, many communities, I will say. She has her hand to the pulse of a lot of different business communities and and um, sub-communities and covalent communities. Um, she is an incredible person. Her name is Nielsie Rapallo, and uh, we're going to hand the mic over to her in just a minute. But for those of you tuning in who are new to the show, uh, this, again, is Small Talks Big Ideas with Steve, where we talk to local independent business leaders who are based here in, in one of the 11 counties of the Low Country. We talk to them about their personal journey, their professional journey, their business, um, different trends and best practices that they've seen firsthand um, here in Charleston. And we ask them questions, and we kind of let them navigate the conversation, and hopefully you as the listeners learn a little bit about them, a little bit about business, and a little bit about the low country along the way. So without further ado, I want to hand it over to my guest, the inimitable Nielsey Rapallo. Nielsey, would you mind sharing with us a little bit about who you are and um, what you'd like to talk about today? Well, Nielsey Rapallo is an immigrant. I have been in the United States since 2000. Wow. Then... In some way, I am 49, but in another ways, I am 21. <laughs> then, just to be clear sure. on that, I am, a, I am just in my 21st birthday in the States, and I feel like that sometimes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, yes. So I, you're of drinking age as an immigrant in the United States. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't drink then. Yes, yes. I, I don't drink alcohol, but... Uh, I drink um, good opportunities. And Ooh, I like that. <laughs> yes, yes. You find other ways to uh, to nourish yourself. Um, oh, definitely. That's, that's awesome. So you're an immigrant. You moved here in 2000. Um, your name is Nielsie Rapallo. You live, do you live in downtown Charleston? Where do you live? No, no, I live in Goose Creek. Goose Creek, yes. Goose Creek. Okay. I well, work for... here with Good Enterprise, uh, facilitating the Spanish classes, but yes, I live in Goose Creek. Well, thanks for making the journey over here to the refinery where OM 96.3 is headquartered. We appreciate you being here in person. It's so rare to be able to be in the flesh in person these days, right? And feel safe and have meaningful conversation, to be able to look at people's faces. I feel like, are you just completely like I am and like so many of mine, and I assume your colleagues as well, are fatigued by all of this Zoom and these video calls? What is it like being a business leader here in the low country and like having to be kind of cloistered inside when we all just want to be outside in person, take advantage of some of the things that make Charleston so unique. Yes, it is a challenge. It is a challenge and have been more like reinventing and trying like to hmm. adapt to this and missing um, some of the interaction, but always trying to, you know, redirect our attention towards the things that we are capable to do, definitely hmm. for sure. And for me, have been a challenge because um, my one of my businesses, I have two businesses. One of my businesses is um, Circulo de Bienestar, Wellness Circle, and we do wellness retreats mm. around the world. Then, oh, wow. Yes, yes. Wellness then, retreats. That's, that's Circulos de Bienestar, Yes, correct? Circulo de Bienestar, yes. And we 
we were we have been in Spain, in Peru, in Panama, in Colombia, here in the oh, States. Wow. Yes, then you know, we have that on pause. We have been doing more like um, uh, Zoom sessions and things like that. Definitely having the desire to come back uh, to travels um, on 2022. So you mentioned good enterprises. We'll get to that in a minute. That's Low Country, one of Low Country Local First's most recent programs. We've rolled that out a, a couple of years ago, and uh, we've been equipping uh, low to moderate income aspiring entrepreneurs throughout the Low Country with all the tools and the networks and the resources they need to be successful entrepreneurs. And that's a really exciting program. And I know you have helped spearhead the Spanish-speaking cohort of that. Can't wait to, to dive into that a little bit more with you. And I'm sure our listeners uh, feel the same. But first, I want to back up and talk a little bit more about what you just brought up, Nielsey, which is Circulos de Bienestar, your company. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you become a, what is your business story? How did you become a business owner? Why did you become a business <laughs> owner? Why this particular business? Give me all, give me all the, all the tea, as the kids say. Well, let's go back, okay? Um, I am a clinical psychologist. And I um, started working for the Department of Mental Health in 2000 because I lived two years in, um, I'm sorry, 2002. I lived two years in San Francisco. Oh, okay. Oh, so you moved to San Francisco first and were working there for two years. Correct. I I moved from my hometown, Barranquilla, Colombia, uh, to San Francisco and from San Francisco to Charleston area. I see. Then in 2007, I was the employee of the year. Then because of that, um, I was able to get flex time. Oh, wow. And with that... So, sorry, you were the employee of the year in San Francisco or no? You had moved to Charleston. Yeah, in in Charleston. You're a clinical psychologist Mm -hmm. working here in Charleston. Correct. And remind me, you just said the department or the Department of Mental Health. Department of Mental Health here in Charleston. Yes, it's a state agency. So, you've only now been in a brand new country for the first seven years and you've now been named employee of the year (laughs) at the Department of Mental Health as a clinical psychologist... Did you get your accreditation here in the U.S. or back in Colombia? Well, good, st- good question. Um, for our listeners, just to be aware, when you study in Latin America for your bachelor, you become a psychologist. That's your degree. Oh, interesting. Because okay. you do five years of just psychology. You don't, do like, you don't do like here in the state, like the basics and this I and see. that, an associate degree. No, you go to the... From high school to the psychology school to the medical school to the law school, then you are 16, 17 in this school Wow! doing that. Then after I finished that, I got my um, master's degree on clinical psychologist, and then I specialized on psychoanalysis. Then when wow. I moved to San Francisco, I got my accreditation in Sacramento. Okay. Then um, that's how I work over there two years and then moved to the States and I do here um, trauma treatment. Okay. Then when I become uh, the employee of the year, I get the privilege to have flex time. Nice. Um, with that a good fl- perk. Yes. With that <laughs> flex time, I went back to school because seven years weren't enough. Then I went back to school and I decided to get my coaching certification with the International Coach Academy. Cool. And then in 2009, I opened my business, um, my coaching business, 
And the reason why I opened the business, Steve, is because when my patients were doing great, mm-hmm. it was time to close their cases. And mm. I was like, no, no, no. Finally, they are doing well. Right. They are recovering. They are stable. And they are ready for dreams. Right. But and you want to be part of that next that, chapter. Exactly. But no, this is just treatment. Interesting. And we need to close the cases or transfer them to the med clinic where they will be getting their medicine or to the primary physician. And I was like, no. They, but for you, success is like closing the book. And it's like, wait, no, I, I, this is like where I want to. Right. This is the beginning in a lot of ways. Okay, that's interesting. Yes. Then I say, no, 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 no. Let me get my coaching certification. I got it. And then I open my own business. But this is the good, um, one of the good parts of my story. I didn't know, Steve. I was with a degree as a business, um, a wellness coach um, from the International Coach Academy, one year almost working on that, and I didn't know how to open a business. Hmm. And this is 2010 by now, 2011? No, this is 2008. Oh, 2008, okay. Yes, 2007, I got employed the year, next year I got my certification. You took flex time off, you went back to school, and now you know you want to start a business, but you're like, I just don't, where do I begin? I don't know, up from down, left from right, what are the tools I need, who are the people I need to connect with? And we didn't have good enterprises at that time. Right. Then and we would go back. <laughs> then we didn't. Then this is like, what can I do? And an amazing lawyer in Charleston that he doesn't want me to say his name, but an amazing <laughs> lawyer in Charleston who is the wife of uh, the I'm sorry, the husband of one of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. He's saying, Nilsi, that would be my gift to you. Oh wow! And I was like, what? To certify you as a business and to kind of no, walk you through no, the ropes? No. To open my LLC. Right, okay. Yeah. Got it, okay. Then I was like, what? I didn't know how to open a business, registration, nothing, completely clueless. And he did that in gratitude because um, during one of the multiple hurricanes that we have have here, they lost their car and we say, well, use one of our cars, no problem. And he was like, well, this is my way to say thank you. And I like, no, you you don't need to say (laughs) thank you like that. This is your job. And he said, no, I'm doing this. And this is kind of like a $400 gift. You know how they charge right. a lot for sure. opening a business. And I was like thrilled and happy and excited. Right. And that's, guys, how I could open a business on immigrant because an amazing um, lawyer in Charleston decided to give me the gift of an LLC. Incredible. I mean, sometimes those personal connections are so serendipitous, but so important and just tectonically change the trajectory of your life right and and oh, thank yeah. god for those 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 oh. serendipitous connections so sorry you said how did you how did you uh, chance upon this gentleman because he is the husband of one of my co-workers one of your co-workers got it yes. okay so through talking with with yes. her she connected you yes. with her husband and the rest is history exactly and they say no i will do that for you you guys did this i'm like no then well i opened my coaching business at in 2009 okay and i um well, six years, my of my um, open my office, and my uh, best friend's sister in life from since fourth grade. Um, she's a financist. She has a, she's on the numbers and everything. Okay. She's, and then we talk, and they say, you know, we need we need to create um, a business where we can help other women hmm. to take a break from life as mm-hmm. professionals, as mothers, and to devote one week to themselves. 
Hmm. And we miss being in recess when we were <laughs> little. And we say, well, now the world will be our backyard for recess. Yes. Like now we will have like the entire world for us and we can travel to places and we will have recess, quotation mark, right. around the world. Oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. And let's have fun. And that's how we create in 2015 Circulo de Bienestar. Oh, wow. In Fantastic. And then, so it all formed around the idea that with a very enlightened <laughs> idea that we as human beings regardless of age, need that outlet for our own mental and spiritual well-being. And so you wanted to, you and this individual who was kind of the accountant, it sounds like at the beginning, was she your first employee? No, she's my best friend. She's oh, my best business, friend partner. business partner. Okay, so yeah. you and your business partner decided let's focus on women. Correct. And and, and to and by giving us permission, if you haven't read um, Marianne, Williamson's, Marianne Williamson's poem about... Um, um, about being your, giving yourself permission to be a light and mm. that give others to be a light also. Uh, you know, I, we gave ourselves permission to do that because we always travel with her kids, my kids, husband, you know, and everybody. And this was like, no, 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 this is just about us. Mm. And, and we feel that as Hispanic women, we don't allow that to ourselves. You mm. know, you, you can find American women, you know, having trips with their friends and getaways and things like that. We were like, we want to do that too. And then we create that. And the first one was here in, in the States. And then we went to Machu Picchu in Peru. We went to... When you say first one, it was here in the States. It, this is a week-long sort of uh, therapy session? Well, we did a weekend here in, in the States. We did three days because we were kind of like learning and everything. Okay, sure. And yes, it's the opportunity to facilitate group sessions, but all, also... Um, individual sessions where, where you can have the services of a coach and, and being able to, you know, kind of like stop, like, like have a pulse in your life and say, you know, what do you want to do with your life? Hmm. What is different? How I'm practicing self-care? What is my dream? What I'm nurturing about myself? Hmm. Then what's more like that? Like, you know, just like a deep listening to be able to identify that ledgers that you have been neglecting about yourself. And so as it sounds fascinating and incredibly <laughs> important. The, so that so demographically speaking, generally, at least at the outset and perhaps now as well, I'd love for you to speak more to that. The clients or the 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 individuals taking advantage of Circulus de Bienestar mm -hmm. Are, are women, mm -hmm. are Spanish-speaking generally? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, is there a certain age range? Well, we, we have realized that between 45 and 60 is more like transitioning in life, maybe sure. emptiness, there's maybe having closures in life or getting divorced. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> you know, just things like, like that. Right, you domestic know, transitions, yes. familial mm. um, uh, things happening. Or even changing careers, sure. you know, but having that time to, you know, just... Have that and giving yourself permission to travel and to travel with all your family, which is almost impossible for Hispanic women, but uh, that's hmm. another topic. <laughs> well, tell me more about it. I mean, t t talk to me more about the, the transformations you've seen over the course of these seven days. What, what specifically are you walking folks through in these therapy sessions and what sorts of um, you know, personal revolutions do you see from between day one and day seven? And then, and then, Tell me more about how you're able to follow these individuals 
beyond the chapter that's closed once they find some sort of resolution. We talked at the beginning how you set out originally just to form this business because you didn't want to just walk people through therapy and then feel like, okay, they've checked off X, Y, and Z. Now they've, they seem to have found some sort of resolution or enlightenment or security, but like, I want to stick with them. I want, I want to help them reach their dreams. How does this week long session help you help these individuals reach their dreams sure well we don't call it therapy session okay. because therapy is more about diagnosis I pathology see. I see. illness you know kind okay. of that but this is more about coaching sessions because when you are talking with a coach you are stable and you want to help them to close the gap between where they are and where they want to be. I see. Then it's like... Thank you, you for the correction. No, I no, it's okay. It's like you are at the hospital, you know, and then you are of the hospital and you are ready to run a marathon. You know, kind of like, okay, now I'm in good shape. Got I am it. not sick anymore. I am, you know... Like functioning and moving and everything. Kind of optimization. Oh, yes, definitely. Then the issue is that with these sessions, you try to understand what are your underlying automatic commitments. That's mm. what we work in coaching. Auto, um, underlying automatic commitments are kind of like the core of belief that is holding you. Interesting. Underlying automatic commitments. commitments. Yes. And it's kind of like, what is that about yourself? What is about that thinking pattern? What is something that you are not aware that is holding you um, to take that next step, to open the business, to move forward, to change relationships, to write a book that you want hmm. to write? Then all kind of, you know, dreams that you have in keeping in the smallest drawer in your heart. <laughs> and you want then to, you know, get that right. dreams out of that little drawer. And, oh, I love you know, the visual. Yes, star, you know. Then it helped them because, Steve, they are acknowledging themselves. Okay. And the last day, we do what is called the um, self-care plan. And we have actions and a structure that help them to monitor themselves. I see. And then they can have individual sessions to keep monitoring what okay. they, they have achieved. To set them up for success beyond Yay. the seven days. Oh, yes. And you, they have the uh, option to elect to continue to engage with Definitely. you and your business partner beyond the seven days. Definitely. And folks live here in Charleston, your we clients? Have, yeah, we have some, but we have people also from other, okay. other countries. And right now, we mentioned at the top that there's a big push to virtualize some components of your work. I presume that that changes the the location of these clients, too. You you now can cast a wider net. Yes, we are. We are. And, and we were having the... Um, the um, kind of like a wellness talk monthly with we have different guests and we have the uh -oh. opportunity to have like a Zoom session where people can participate. Cool. And that was based on membership. But after the pandemic, you know, we have it for free. Then we want people to have access to that wellness talks and to professionals that maybe because different you know, finances, you know, struggle, they maybe won't have access, then we were providing that. We I have see. been providing that. Yes. Okay. So talk to me about your revenue streams then. Everyone's paying. Uh, so if I come in as a client, I presume none of this, and this begins to pull at the, the seemingly endlessly broken or, or somewhat broken, uh, pillars of our larger American healthcare system, but I do presume that unfortunately not a lot of these incredibly important coaching sessions and experiences are covered by most insurance, right? Remember, our system is based on illness, not on wellness. 
based on illness, not on wellness. Not on wellness. Correct. <laughs> so you're providing wellness. Correct. And, and the yeah. powers that be are a little bit more yeah, hyper-focused to their own detriment on, on illness, as you just, as you so yeah. eloquently put. Yeah, good point. So these individuals, for the most part, are paying out of pocket for the seven days, correct? Correct. Yes, it's out of pocket. And, and we try to present this more like, this is your, you know, if you want to pick a trip for the year, this could be like your trip for yourself oh, or I maybe see, your Christmas gift. Right. Or, you know, we try to present it like a way that this is a gift. This is for yourself. I see. And, and being proactive is the best investment. <laughs> By the way, I love that. So, are you, do you are, have you amped up some some marketing campaigns recently around the holiday season to try to hammer home that messaging? Yes, we are, and we were preparing um, our trip to Argentina until the Omicron came, mm. and now it's postponed. Oh, jeez, I'm so we were, sorry. Yes, we were planning to do Argentina on February 2022 because Beautiful. it was summer in Argentina, right. and we were like, let's go down, let's go to the <laughs> south because. They are having summer over there. Oh, man. But no, we uh, we were we just canceled that campaign. Then we are having other source of um, revenue, like we are um, doing trainings, and that's how we are now trying to get because we are not oh, having okay. any income from the sure. from the uh, wellness trip. Then we are doing trainings, and that is helping us to have some income there. So walk me through that training other therapists to do what you do, or did I get that wrong? No, no, we, we do like wellness classes okay. online, okay. but also we provide um, wellness consulting and trainings for companies. Oh, I, I got am, you. Yes, um, that if they want to outreach the Hispanic community, then we can help them to outreach the community. Or if they have like they want to have like cultural awareness trainings, we can I do see. that because they say, oh, we want to, you know, start marketing to the um, Hispanic right. community. Then we help them to do that I with see. another business partner from another, um, yeah, or any kind of service that they want to for us to offer right. the needs regarding the Hispanic community. So yes. you link up presumably with an organization or a business yeah. that has a certain percentage of Spanish speakers and they want to make sure they're meaningfully connecting yes. with those spe Spanish speakers who are their employees right. and providing them with these sorts of services. You come in and provide a training, virtual yeah. or in person or, or, or a hybrid. Correct. Or they want to start uh, you know, marketing to that community for the first time. They want sure. to learn more about right. what is working with the Hispanic market, then we do that. And do they reach out to you, or are you actively reaching out to, to those businesses? We do, we do both. We, both, yeah, okay. Yeah, especially with, uh, you know, governmental organizations or nonprofits that they want to, you know, reach the community and different, you know, ways if they want to do, like, a Facebook event or sure. they are new in the, in the in Charleston area, they want us to help them that we do that. Are you working with local government right now here in we, Charleston? Yes, we are. We oh, are excellent. providing services for, yeah. Oh, great. Have you noticed a, a, a more concerted desire on the part of government officials and elected representatives to be more intentional about providing these important wellness services for their employees? particularly those employees who may be Spanish speaking over the last year or two? Has there been an uptick in that, in that intentional outreach to these communities in the last year or two? Well, we are right now more working more on doing outreach, not necessarily on the wellness. This 
we are just the first step of outreaching. We hope that we will be there soon. But at okay. least, you know... And oh, I mean, have like these government, have, have the government divisions and departments and the business heads reached out to you more often and more frequently and more intentionally lately, particularly oh. given that I'm thinking of 2020 as being a year of sort of uh, societal growing pains mm -hmm. and to varying degrees of success enlightenment right sure. or at least an acknowledgement that there are there are real uh, gaps in our in our society-wide understanding of ourselves and how far we must go to heal and to be inclusive and to be diverse mm -hmm. intentionally so have you seen as a result of that to some degree an increased desire on the parts of these c-suite individuals to make a connection with your company so that yeah. they can actually equip their employees with all these important programs yeah well we are just working on connecting with the community. Sure. We are not there on helping them to provide that to the Hispanic employees. It's more like outreach in the community. Like for example, the, um, the city of Charleston now has the Latinx um, advisory board. I see. Which okay. is new. It was starting in 2020. Then. Oh, in 2020. Correct. La the Latinx advisory correct. board. Correct. And that's, you know, just to start with that is for us like, okay, and, and have a diverse... Uh, board from different fields is, is, is just then things like that we are working on or helping to serve the community with different programs like in helps our community you know we are trying to do that we hope to be there where we I can see. offer the wellness program that would be great <laughs> please. well hey if you're listening out there right now because oh, <laughs> <laughs> i think those baby steps are important oh, yeah. ideally they would have happened decades ago but they need to happen at some point in time and so i think it's important for there to be an acknowledgement that there needs to be meaningful connection between kind of the higher ups and, and their, and their employees. Um, but, but hopefully there's, there's a continued push for enlightened, um, change within these organizations, governmental and private and public businesses, et cetera. Cause I think it's so, what you offer is obviously so important, um, Nielsey, and I, we're just so lucky to have you and to have this business. And if anyone is listening in and they want to do more than it's certainly important to have a Latinx advisory council. It's certainly important to have Spanish speaking board members on your nonprofits board or, uh, as part of your, your company, but the next step, then there are many more next steps is to not just presumably put up some equity statement, right? Which could be a lot of hot air. It's, that is important, but it's important to pair that with meaningful, real action. And so that action could be getting in touch with Nielsie Rapala <laughs> so she can provide these awesome services to your employees and to your partners over the course of seven days. Yes, I've been a learning curve with Charleston and South Carolina community because my first state, state was California. Right. Then That was your first introduction to the U.S. Exactly. And, you know, working with diversity and multicultural mm. communities over there and programs and here is like okay let's start you right, know right like we are where maybe california was like maybe 30 25 years ago then trying Interesting. to you know create the programs that they already have sure. it and you know the awareness and things like that and, and we need to be clear in you know according to the last census the only minority the only group that grow in South Carolina, they were Hispanics. The African-Americans population reduced, the hmm. white community reduced the numbers, and the only one who was growing, according to the last census, is, is um, the Hispanic community. And the majority of that community 
they are not even my age. They are hmm. in their twenties. Right. Then the majority of the Hispanics in the low country, they are young people. Right. Hispanics are growing as a percentage of the total population, whereas <laughs> all other groups are diminishing in, as a percentage of the population. And, and and so they're younger. So does that mean they're moving here or it's birth no, rate or it's a combination? Born, they're born here. Born here. Different than to be an immigrant. They are first generation of born in the States. Then this is another community that we need to address and, right. and you know and we need to you know take care of them too because you know they have been a lot of gaps hmm. and their parents are immigrants and you know and they are not aware of a lot of things like register to vote open a business you know things like that and they are americans that they need their support but just because they are the kids of immigrants you know they they don't have the same awareness that the older american kids have because their parents are american that is the difference you know and that's the awareness that we are trying to create so these are big issues, right? Making individuals feel like they are, not just feel like, but making certain that these individuals who who have a right to be a meaningful part of the society into which they are born, right? Or, or to which they move. It is important for us all to have each other's back. And you can do that in a lot of different ways, right? To support one another, to lift one another up. Um, you can do it in large and small ways. And I see it done being done here to a degree. You mentioned in California, there are excellent systems to model. Um, and it's great to, it's great to have folks like you, um, you know, bringing, bringing important programming to this area that is also seeking to connect with these oftentimes marginalized groups, which shouldn't be so marginalized, right? Cause as you've just indicated, uh, they are making up a larger and larger piece of the pie population wise every day. Um, but these are big, pernicious, multivalent, complicated issues, right? Um, why is it, there are a lot of ways to approach these, these issues, right? Through government, through, uh, social services, through nonprofits. Business is another way to make the world a better place yeah. as well. Um, you know, and I say this as someone who works at a nonprofit, but it's a nonprofit that's focused on bringing businesses together for hopefully the betterment of the community. So I believe that business can be used as a tool to improve the community for everyone in the community. But there may be listeners out there who I won't say disagree, but maybe they've perhaps not thought deeply on the topic. You work in a business, you head up a business that makes the community better, right? For you, it's presumably, I don't want to speak for you, Nielsie, <laughs> but it's not just about bottom line and how much money is coming in and how much is going out. That's certainly part of it, right? To be sustainable as a business in this economic model, you need to make sure that you're, you know, dotting your I's and crossing your T's. But, but how and why is it important to you to run a business that makes the world a better place well definitely because you know we have a commitment you know and and hmm. i have a ring that said that i am married but i have another ring that says i am married with my community too oh wow then you know i I, I i always remind that and i and i always ask my client what are you committed to what are you married with and I am, that's, that's part of my commitment, you know, that I, Love that. I, I, I need to, to be part of the solution, part of the hope. People in California discouraged me to move to South Carolina. Hmm. I was shocked. I was like, but why? What's different? You know why? And they're like, Nilsi, you don't know where you are going regarding Hispanic. You, you know, I was like, no, it would be okay. And, you know, it was a big cultural shock. And I decide to be here. I want to be here. And hmm. I don't regret to hmm. be here. 
You know, my kids, I've raised my kids here. Then uh, this is my community, this is my kids' community. Then I, I really believe that I want to be part of the solution. I want to be a voice, but I also want to be part of the actions. Hmm. And that's, that's the reason why every day I, I try to connect my community with the resources that are available because, you know, they are not aware. You know, it's sometimes mm -hmm. for me it's difficult that I have, you know, education and I am bilingual, you know, and I'm an American citizen, you know, how, how difficult it is for other communities. Then I, I try to be that bridge hmm. to be able to, to, to connect the two worlds because both worlds are, are fantastic. Then healing and recovery is great, but thriving is also an hmm. option. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well said. And I love the, the part about you. I love the fact that you, do you actually have a physical ring that indicates that you're married to your community? <laughs> Well, oh, you're in, you're, you're yeah. motioning to your hand. I wasn't yeah. sure if you actually had that. I love I the idea. I must touch my ring. Yeah, I am like, yeah, you know, I, I have it in my heart. I, I, I'm telling you. Which I is the important it. part, yeah. Yeah, I am. Beautiful. I, I, and I show my, my, this ring, you know, my married ring to, to my clients. And I say, you know, everybody has invisible rings. Mm. And that's what is called the underlying automatic commitments. Mm. These dark rings that you don't know that you are, you know, that you are, unconsciously married, which huh. is, are the negative one, right? But then sure. we have the positive ones right. that we are married that, and is, huh. you know, community. And, and some people, you know, are married with success and with mm -hmm. money. And, mm -hmm. you know, and that's part of their, of their um, uh, journey. Um, recently, I was, I had the opportunity to interview on one of the producer of Univision, the Hispanic oh, wow. channel. Cool. Yes, she, she will be coming to Charleston to launch her, her uh, book. Really? Yes. When is that? That's I awesome. Need, uh, March 19th, say the day. Cool. I will be a bilingual <laughs> event. I need to tell you more about that when we will be close to that <laughs> That's day. That's awesome. But when I interview her, I, I, I ask her that question, what you have been married with? And she put that on her book. Neil Ciropalo one day asked me what I am, I have been committed to. And oh, that wow. question opened, um, opened, you know, um, a lot of, um, path for her. Wow, that's actually in the book? It's actually in the book. Yeah, asked me yeah, what I'm married to? <laughs> yeah, I'm committed to. I'm committed and then to. I said, and, and you know, it, it is important to have that awareness because you need to be clear what, what are your uh, commitments. Mm. Then that's one of, of my commitments, my, my community, mm. to be able to, to be a light when there is darkness and when there is light mm. and they are in the light side, then I can, you know, just release them and they are fine and they can, you know, fly and they can launch their own dreams. But in the meantime, we, we need to be the bridge moving from the light to the dark, the dark to the light. Love it. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting, I'm getting chills with all of these kind of poetic visualizations. <laughs> I love it, Nielsie. Um, so why business owner? You could have been a clinical psychologist, presumably <laughs> trying to do some of this important work working for some big firm why mm -hmm. why be a local independent business owner i love freedom hmm. freedom I, I do i do tell me more about that yes because definitely you know it, it, it's a lot of work because you need to be when you are solopreneur you know in one of my businesses mm -hmm. wellness and beyond what is the coaching i i am by myself in the other one i have my business partner but but you know how you have the ability to connect and to create things that they weren't there before huh. and to be able to, to learn, you know, um, from scratch. And it's kind of like reinventing your own recipe, you know, 
then at the end you have your own meal you know you have the, the <laughs> yeah. and, and, and sure. you know, it could be the worst one at the beginning and then can be the fancy <laughs> right. one at the end but, and, but only but you're yours. to blame exactly. or you to thank <laughs> you are the chef you are creating this and, and it's an art you mm. know business is an art mm. It is an art, and, and, and people sometimes don't see that. But Tell me, talk more about business as an art. I yeah, love that. It is an art because you, you need to have the ability to sculpt your day. You need to have the hmm. ability to sculpt your words. You need to have the ability to paint your own action. Wow. You need to, to have the ability to, to pick the brush, to be able to say, okay, what I'm painting today. And sometimes you are facing an empty canvas, and still you need to create something because you need to... To, to huh. create and recreate your business every day, then it's, it's, it's just putting the colors together and moving forward because there, there is an action that you start and is no, maybe, you know, an elaborated action. I am not the same person in 2009 when mm -hmm. I started my first business. I am not. You know, what I sort of artist were you then and what sort of artist are you now as a business person? What, yes. what transformation has you ha, have you seen as a business artist? Yes. To, 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 oh, not yeah. to beat a dead horse with the analogy, no, no, but no, I no. love it. And so no, <laughs> I don't want to leave it. No, definitely um, to be more inclusive. I, mm. I, I really learned that when I start, I start by myself. Like my husband and my neighbor helped me to move the furniture. Like, mm. you know, and uh, but but now I am more um, community oriented to be able to you know to work and and to connect then mm. then i am willing to borrow your colors to yes put, you know to do a a, um, a blend with my colors ah, then I see. and 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 where are you coming from and where i'm coming from can create a new path together interesting then that that's different i that's, love it that's completely different because i learn you know i i, I learn about everybody and and when i in in 2013 2015 when i when i um, published my book i i had steve the ability to 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 put different communities together hmm. like you know to be able to say we are here we belong here and, and we want to be part of this, then that colors, and, and, and you keep your identity, but, but you are open to connect, and that's mm -hmm. different. Mm -hmm. Yes. Tell me more about your book. What is the name of it? What is oh. it about? How did it come to be? Oh, well, the book is in Spanish, then. I just want the, <laughs> the, okay. the listeners that's to great. be aware of that. It's called um, Spiritual Immigration. Okay. And, Beautiful. And, yeah, Spiritual it, Immigration yes, by Neil Zerapalo. Yes, and it's a path of wellness and inspiration. Hmm. Yes, and, and, and what's about, you know, how you need to, as an immigrant of the world or as an immigrant in your heart, Mm. You need to do on a spiritual immigration. You need you need to emigrate from different worlds, you know. Mm. And and it's symbolic because we immigrate. We are immigrants from different countries, but we are immigrants also from other stages in life. You are moving Love and it. traveling. Sure. Then it, it's about that. Is is mm. is an inspirational book that is trying to present some path. And, and some exercises that people have when you are in at the at the bookstore, like let me find something <laughs> to nurture myself, to right. have a break, to cry, to whatever. <laughs> then that's the book. To, I love it. To be able okay. to to find your own voice. And where can folks find the book? And this is for presumably you mentioned it's in Spanish, so it's for Spanish speakers. Yeah. Looking to learn more about transformation mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in their lives, yeah. um, and and presumably how to navigate that. Mm. Where can they find the book? 
Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Amazon, do you have a website? Yes, my website is my my name nilsyrapalo.com. Okay, n i l s y r a p a l o dot com. Yes, to learn yes. more about the book and yourself and your journey. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit now as we pivot a little bit to what you're working on currently. So we've talked a little bit about you and your personal story and your business and the many iterations it has taken and and why it's so important and meaningful to this community here in the low country. Talk to me a little bit, if you would, Nielsie, about your involvement with Good Enterprises. So what is Good Enterprises? How did you find out about Good Enterprises? And what do you do with Good Enterprises? Well, again, I, you know, please be aware that I am from Colombia, from Garcia Marquez, close to his hometown. Then we love to start stories like from 10 years before, before, you know. No, this is great. Yeah. That's, what, that's what this is all about is we can start as far back or as present tense yes. as we'd like. All of this is context. Yes. So yeah, please. But, but you have free reign. <laughs> you, have a, you have a blank canvas and I'm handing you an infinite number of colors. This is star, this is star um, with um, a dinner, a transformation table dinner. Mm -hmm. If you are not aware of that program, please Google. You need to learn about Miss Tina Singleton program about transformational table. I went to one transformational table session at Larry's house. I believe you took his position. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We, yeah. we were like ships passing in the night. Exactly. Um, well, I went to Larry's house. And again, because I am open to go and to participate on events and to, you know, and to be the only Hispanic sometimes. And, you know, I just love to meet new people. I went to his house and I, you know, in this transformation table dinner, you don't know who you're meeting. Mm -hmm. And then he worked for Low Country Local First. Yes. And that's how I start my relationship with Low Country Local First, because he said, oh, Nielsen, tell me about your business and let's learn. And we start working with the Hispanic Business Association and creating this um, you know, um, work together. Then and for those listening in, um, just to tack on to yeah. your description, the transformation mm -hmm. table, it's a really amazing program that Tina Singleton, who lives here in Charleston has, um, invented essentially that allows people from a diverse array of backgrounds and lived experiences to come together over a meal for one night only and it's lightly facilitated so that everyone can kind of learn about one another and find kind of common ground. And if I, if I understand correctly, every dinner is yeah. from a different um, part of the world, typically. Yes, and, and you have chef from different part of the world. Right, right. And, and, and it's in someone's home. Yeah, and so Larry so invited you, or no, you just met Larry kind of serendipitously. No, no, at no, I met Tina. You met Tina first. Yes, and Tina said, do you want to go on to the next one? I was like, sure, I see, of okay. course, yes. I see, and Larry, who's my predecessor at Low Country Local First, <laughs> ended up being at the next one, and that's how you two he met. Is, he was the host. I see. He was the host yes. of it. Okay. I was the host after his, you know, and, and we were like creating that. Cool. Yes, sense of community. Then that's how I started. Then Jamie, the founder of Low Country Local First, um, invite, uh, you know, um, meet with Diana Sajan, which is one of my business partners also. To, um, we met for lunch on January 2019. And, they, hmm. and she said, I need to tell you about this program. Hmm that uh, we will bring to Charleston from Rising Tide Capital in New Jersey, January. And then we were so excited. Then I started the program on fall 2019. 
and I was one of the students, and this is the 12-week program mm -hmm. for um, local business owners that all, someone who has the idea to have a business mm -hmm. to learn every session through a business game simulations and through different activities um, how to run a business and we have like accounting mm -hmm. and we have like um, projections finances marketing basic stuff it's sure. amazing then i so in 2019 you enrolled yeah. in one of the very first the cohorts first. the very first the number one first okay cohort of Low Country Local First's Good Enterprises program, which, as you mentioned, is modeled after a successful program from Rising Tide Capital out of Jersey City, New Jersey. So you've enrolled now in, it's an English-speaking program at this yes. point. So you've enrolled in an English-speaking program as a fledgling, not fledgling, you've now been a business owner for a few yeah. years, but you're still trying to oh. equip yourself with everything you need, all the tools, all the resources, perhaps the capital that you need to launch and continue to run a successful local business. Yes. Yes, and to learn and to be part of this community, you know, and again, being on that graduation, the first and only Hispanic, you know, one more time, these kind of situations where I am participating, but I am right. like, you know, uh, willing to, you know, connect and learn and everything. Then that's January 2020, we graduate, pandemic hit. You graduated from the 12-week Community Business Academy, which yeah. is the first of three phases of this Good Enterprises program. program. Correct, and then... On 2020, at the end of 2020, we start working on uh, train the trainer. Hmm. And then I had the honor, because there is no other word, to get that training to become the facilitator of the Good Enterprise program in Spanish. Oh, wow. Then. So you went from kind of the, the student the becomes student. the teacher, as yes, they say, right? Amazing. So you loved the program so much, found so much presumably value in it that you looked for a way to become the instructor and we approached you, you approached yeah. us. It was kind of a meeting of the minds. And next thing you know, we are preparing to launch a Spanish speaking version of Community Business Academy. And you were right there at the helm with us. Yes. I took the tra train the trainer on fall 2020. Mm. You know, normally the trainers go to New Jersey to get the training sure. while well, this was Zoom, trying to, you know, Pandemic times. Exactly. Couldn't do it. Adapt everything to Zoom mm, sessions. Everything on Zoom. Exactly. Rather than the interaction, then my first class graduated on 2021 on May. And on December, last week, um, December 14, 2021, we have the mm -hmm. second class graduation. Incredible. Incredible. So you went from student to teacher and you've now, uh, we've now graduated, I think with the program about a hundred students or more, correct? You're correct. Many of whom now have been Spanish speaking students. We, we just had our 30 Spanish speaking students. <laughs> I know we just had our graduation a couple of weeks ago. It was a huge success. If anyone listening in is interested in learning more about good enterprises, whether you're a Spanish speaker or an English speaker yes. or bilingual, or you speak another language and you want to come in and learn it in Spanish or English, and then maybe you can be the instructor of it in a <laughs> yes. whole other language in the future, then please, please, please mm -hmm. get in touch with myself and or Nielsey. You can travel to lowcountrylocalfirst.org to learn more about good enterprises, or you can shoot straight to goodenterprises.org, I believe it is, might be .com, I apologize, should have done my homework, I should know by now off the top of my head, but but Google Good Enterprises if you are an aspiring business owner and um, for one reason or another, uh, you've found yourself in a situation where you're at low to moderate income and you've got, you're up against some challenges, some obstacles, and you want to turn those into real opportunities and become an entrepreneur 
who is self-sustaining and you live here in the low country, please get in touch with myself or Nielsey and, and we'll tell you all about that program and the good that it does and the good it can do for you. Nielsey, uh, we're going to wrap things up momentarily. It has been a true pleasure sitting down with you, whether we're talking about being married to a community and all of the kind of responsibility and baggage and import that that brings, or whether we're talking about painting on the canvas that is our own self-transformation. I mean, there's no end to the sorts of stuff that we can discuss. And I just I feel so fortunate that you were able to carve out a little bit of your time to sit down with me here at Ohm Radio at the Refinery Building on Meeting Street here in downtown Charleston. So thank you so much for being here with me, Nilsey. Um, I do want to give you an opportunity to, uh, to say anything else that you'd like to say. If there's something going on in your world from a business perspective or a personal perspective, or you want to give us the date of that Univision uh, interview coming up or book launch coming up, whatever it is on your mind, please just uh, feel free to share it right now if I've forgotten something. Yes. No, I just want to empower everyone to be open to learn about other people's culture, community, language, and just be inclusive. That's it. You know, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. Let's talk together about where we can go together. And this is just, you Love know, it. a blessing. You know, America is an amazing country, you know, where you can uh, find people from different places, then from different parts of the world, then just enjoy that. And, you know, f- let's feel blessed and, and feel lucky that here in Charleston, we are growing and changing. And, and that's part of the beauty of this city and, of course, of this state. And how can people get in touch with you, Nielsey, to continue that conversation? Oh, yes. Well, I am on Facebook. I am okay. on Instagram. on. Twitter, yes, Nielsie Rapala. Nielsie Rapala, excellent. Well, Nielsie, thank you for doing everything you do here in Charleston. We are so lucky to have you here in the Low Country. You're truly, truly, truly a shining light and sometimes a uh, not-so-light-filled place for one reason or another, um, particularly during these unprecedented times that COVID has brought us that seem to just continually linger on and on. But I do believe community is the answer, as I think that you uh, believe as well. And I I certainly believe that inclusivity and diversity is part of the solution as well. So thank you for being here with me, Nielsie. Thank you for being a part of today. I look forward to, uh, to talking more with you at some point in the future. Until then, good luck to you. Good luck to Circulos Day, BNA Star. And for all of our listeners, just want to mention we are here at 96.3 Ohm, which is the community radio station here in Charleston. They are always looking for ways to meaningfully connect with the community. And this program brought to you by Low Country Local First is one of those ways. We are really fortunate to be um, partnered with them on this program, which comes out once a week, every other, or once every two weeks, rather, in the middle of the day on Monday. So thank you all for covering out a little bit of your time to be here with us. And I will see you all in a few weeks. Until then, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah. I know it's over. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy whatever you're celebrating. And I hope you're celebrating something with friends and family. I hope you're doing it safely. And now we've got sound people on the dials, on the knobs. They're like, Steve, shut up. You've said enough. You can go on and on. I'm a little long-winded. I swear we are done. This sentence is coming to an end now. Bye. Love you all.